Hello and welcome to Say It With Me This Week in 1984. Hold on, I, I didn't get to say it with you. Oh, you want to say it with me? Yeah. All right, let's do it. One, two, three. This, this week, week in, in 1984. 1984. <laughs> wow. <laughs> best well, week ever. The best week ever. <laughs> well, really cool. <laughs> folks, you know, a couple of months ago, a month or two ago, maybe just a month ago, we did an, an, an episode about this week in 1984. But the good thing is, it's a new year. And what year has it become? But 1984. The year 1984. You got it, Jake. And so, and what is this that we're in right now? If not a week. In 1984. In 1984. Right, exactly. We're in a week. We're in 1984. And so we are bringing you the best stories from the year 1984 and the week therein. Guys, so many exciting things. By the way, I'm Nathan. That's Ben. That's Jake. We all live in 1984, right, guys? We do, yeah. Now, what would be a better way to start this discussion of our lives here in 1984 than with a discussion of everyone's favorite happy book about living in 1984 entitled 1984. Well, my problem with the book 1984, Nathan, is that it's kind of sexist. Mm, It is from the perspective of a man. Yeah. So what would be really great is if 1984 could be sort of like censored and retold, reshaped and have sort of like the sexist parts memory hold. Mm -hmm. And then we had a feminist retelling of 1984. Wow. Well, Jake, you are in luck. I can't believe you just said that. Because What a coincidence. Oh, man, are we in the simulation or what? Because the estate of George Orwell has approved a feminist retelling of 1984, which reimagines the story from the perspective of Winston Smith's lover, Julia. Oh. You remember the callow, unlikable, <laughs> <Yes>. completely shallow... <laughs> young woman who frees Winston with sex who frees Winston with sex and (laughs) has literally nothing else interesting about her character yeah I do (laughs) now we're gonna get a whole story from her perspective oh well we'll get all of 1984 from her perspective which is definitely something that Orwell would approve of yep and not 1984-ish at all no no nothing 1984-ish about rewriting the book 1984 (laughs) and memory holding a whole bunch of things that were really important about the book 1984. 1984. (laughs) Well, that's just one of the exciting things that are going on this week in 1984. Cough, cough. I feel like I need to go to a doctor, but man, I'm so fat. (laughs) And the doctor always wants to weigh you. Well, Nathan, they should not do that because that would bring unnecessary shame. That would bring unnecessary shame. You know yeah. what, Nathan? I have a solution for you. Yeah? There's there's a website called morelove.org that uh, will, and that's more-love.org, okay. listener, that, where you can get some free don't weigh me cards to take to your doctor. So you don't even have to say the words. You can hand the card to the receptionist and say, please don't weigh me unless absolutely necessary. Right. Well, I, I actually, when I saw this card, it made me think of forming my own website, which is don't make me read your cards about not weighing me because it stresses me out to have to carry these cards that talk about how I get stressed about my weight. And when I have to think about those cards and give them out, 
Well, what's the difference between that and someone else talking about my weight? Boy, that's a I long don't know. card, Ben. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The last person you should have addressing your weight is your doctor. Can we at least be honest about that? Yeah. 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 No, I do, I do not want a doctor to fat shame me, to talk to me about my weight. My, my weight is my issue. And how scary is it if he starts throwing things in your face like... Morbid you know, obesity, yeah, early, like death, early death, heart problems, like diabetes. Scary. Yeah. Stress also leads to... Adverse health effects. Like yeah. weight gain. Uh, yes, indeed. Ben, weight gain is not an adverse health. Here, let me give you my card. <laughs> okay, guys, this is a real thing. It's really happening. And people are trying to uh, keep doctors from weighing people. And they are not capable. As we all know, fat people can't speak. <laughs> the fat gets into their vocal cords and <laughs> keeps them from... <laughs> Shoving air through those vocal cords. Well, you can't speak if you're dead, <laughs> right, fatty? <laughs> they also don't listen to podcasts. We hope because the fat has gotten into their ears. But uh, the important thing is that they have these cards, uh, not not lame and pandering and infantilizing and pathetic at all. These don't weigh me cards that you can just silently hand to a nurse. Uh, to, to tell her to mind her own business. <laughs> like, like, well, I'm not here to be told about my health. <laughs> yeah, come on, nurse. Well, guys, speaking of... Uh, Just give me Prozac and send me home. Give me Prozac and send me home. Now that is a card that I think we would all <laughs> like to carry. Uh, guys, one, one reason for being fat or not fat is uh, <laughs> how many bugs you eat. <laughs> right? Your diet. Your uh. diet. Hey, Boy. people have been talking about this for a long time. So the whole idea of the Great Reset, mm. the World Economic Forum, and the idea that we need to be reducing our consumption of meat to reduce greenhouse gases and yep. all that sort of thing. Uh, the the uh, news articles are getting more aggressive about bugs. So Bloomberg posting articles saying we should eat more bugs and things like that. More and more common and there have been several articles just in the last week about this sort of thing. And it's, you know, coming our way, guys. Well, let me ask you, Ben. Have you eaten any bugs this week, or do you hate the world? <laughs> well, Nathan. Listen, it's, Ben. It's, it's a hard question to answer. <laughs> Is it hard? <laughs> you will own nothing. You will be happy. You will live in your pod, and you will eat And you the will bugs. eat bugs. Yeah, come on, man. <laughs> I'm just not ready. Somehow. Peasant, yeah. Surf. I've got some zicadas right here. <laughs> Did you just say zicadas? <laughs> <laughs> is that is that like a synthetic cicada? Uh, a cicada. Speaking of synthetic cicadas, <laughs> yes. <laughs> yes, Jake. <laughs> There's a really comforting article I read in Mashable. Oh this yes, past week. yes. Here in was it about mashed bugs? Is it's more like about mashed people. Oh, this article was comforting and reassuring us because the movie the 1970s film Soylent Green yeah was set in 2022 oh it was comforting us and it's letting us 2022 all, now Jake. it's 2022 now and it was it was written to comfort us and let us know that the world we live in is not quite as bad as the movie <laughs> predicted it to be oh man I was worried we're not there it, it's actually things are actually better than that yeah. they're not quite yeah. that bad and we should feel good about that you know what I like to do is think of terrible movies <laughs> And then be reminded of how my life isn't that. Every day I wake up and I say, you know, 
I'm not in a serial killer's dungeon like Silence of the Lambs. This uh, is great. I'm, in this case, I'm not in a 1970s Charlton Heston sci-fi dystopian horror film about how everybody eats people. Everybody <laughs> eats people. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Uh, I am really just It's so, not that bad. I'm so glad and not relieved yet. <laughs> not to be in a dystopian horror <laughs> sci-fi parable about people eating people. And I'm glad that there weren't any oh. other themes in that movie or anything that the authors of the movie were hoping we would extrapolate. I'm glad that their only literal point yeah. was that... <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm glad we don't spend old people to die in panoramic rooms with beautiful pictures that play as they fall asleep to lethal drugs. <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> I'm glad we don't have anything even like that. You know, our old people, are they're safe. Our old, our old people are safe. There's no groups. Especially that, in New York City. Uh, well, <clears throat> guys, <clears throat> I'm just glad that Soylent and Green, I don't know. Speaking of Green, actually, <laughs> Marjor- Marjorie uh, we, Taylor we, Green. We, we really like stacked these really well. <laughs> Marjorie, Marjorie, <laughs> Taylor, of work. Marjorie Taylor Green has been suspended sitting, from Twitter. Sitting member of Congress, suspended from Twitter for posting information from the CDC's website. Oh, Jake. Do you there were like, five violations, and this was the fifth. Do you like private property, Jake? <laughs> do you, no, I don't. Do I want res- to own nothing and be happy. I want to live in my pod and eat my bugs and drift off into La La Land. Well, you can't, because you live in a little place called America, and in America, we have this thing called capitalism, and we let companies do what companies are going to do. So if Twitter wants to suspend Marjorie Taylor Green, that's their business, my friend. All right. You win. That's their business. Well, Marjorie Taylor Green was dangerous. <laughs> she did post something from the CDC website. <laughs> it's true. <laughs> In a way that was misinformation. Well, and when people have differing point of views, what we really want is for... Shut up. The correct point of view. (laughs) What we really want is for a shut up (laughs) here in 1984. Shut up and eat your bugs and be thankful that you're alive. 100% of scientists agree that, well, actually, bang, 100% (laughs) of scientists agree. (laughs) Uh, Listen, guys, people in Amsterdam, I shouldn't laugh about this. Uh, People... No, it's really, it's not funny, but uh, people, in, it's truly not funny. People in Amsterdam were mauled by police dogs and beaten with batons at an unauthorized protest against COVID restrictions. So we can we're be, here to keep you safe. We can be thankful that people are safe in 1984 in the great town of Amsterdam. Well, it's like in Canada, what Canada has a, I don't know if it's all of Canada, but um, these 10 p.m. curfews and mm-hmm. uh, restrict. Re, uh, they've closed the gyms down again. Just, oh, really? Yeah. It's crazy. Yeah. Well, it's not like people, if people get fat because they close the gyms down, they can just present their don't weigh me cards to the doctor. Yeah. Meanwhile, uh, El Salvador is running a campaign saying, hey, per the CDC <laughs> and everybody else, being out of shape and not eating well and not sleeping well being overweight is uh, highly linked to morbidity connected to Mm COVID-19. So they're running campaigns for people to get healthy and to eat better and to sleep more. Also for the CDC, the guidelines changed and then quickly changed again for uh, COVID symptoms, COVID positive. If you have it, 
then wait not 10 days but five inside until your symptoms are resolved and then wear a mask and then it changed again to if your symptoms are resolving uh and that was because we discovered we made some scientific breakthroughs we did. and everything had changed yeah. and the scientific breakthrough i think was explicitly stated as by dr fauci as eh, that's what people will accept these days so uh yeah we had to change it and that's pretty much a direct quote well a very pillar of the truth of scientific discoveries a very him and, him and bill nye yeah. right up there guys let's talk about the guards let's talk about guards here in 1984 they were overworked the well i mean in general which well yeah all the guards there's there's a lot of guards twitter has guards keeping yeah psychos like marjorie taylor green off of their platform or president trump mm-hmm. um what about those guards that falsified all that evidence and uh, right, yeah. The, in the Epstein case, they, uh, they, uh, they, the guys that were supposed to be watching to be sure that he didn't commit suicide. He was on suicide watch. They're about 15 feet away, and they were busy looking at motorcycles. They were looking at they motorcycles, and they both fell asleep at the same time. The exact for a same period time. of two hours. Yeah, a thing that happens. That definitely happens. Uh, yeah. yeah. Well, what and, I think, yeah, we learned about the prison system. Guards are overworked. Guards. Yeah, That's well, what I would at least expect is that those guards, if that had been the case in such a high-profile, deeply uh, perverse case, such as the Epstein case, that they would at le- that they probably are going to get their full comeuppance, right, for allowing Epstein, who obviously killed himself, to kill himself right. on their watch under these ridiculous circumstances. 15 well, feet from them. Is oh, that, yeah. Is that right? I've yeah. got some good news for you, Jake. The guards, per Newsmax, have agreed to deferred prosecution deals last May that required them to admit their guilt with the understanding that charges in a federal indictment would be dismissed if they followed the rules of their agreement for six months. They were required to do 100 hours of community service, and they've had all their charges dropped. Oh. As of now, which is exactly what should have happened for these yeah. poor, overworked guards yeah it's mm. like Vic was saying i would i would have been worried that they would have gotten off easy with just like 50 60 hours of community service but i'm glad to hear that our justice system is mm. rigorous lady justice is smiling well and <laughs> and lady justice is also smiling on the fact that uh Ghislaine maxwell is uh you we, know we took that bad lady down yeah and we sealed all the evidence and have no idea all the people she was selling these girls to yeah, well, and uh, well, uh, uh, Maxwell's hard drive kind of got erased or disappeared. Yeah, there and um, nothing to see here. Keep moving. Don't ask questions. Justice has been served. Well, it's not important that we bring to justice the people that were actually uh, sleeping with the girls and all the high-profile celebrities and different important people that were making use of the services. What's really important is that we take down this villainous uh, one percenter, Jislaine Maxwell. We got her. We took her down, and we can have our minute of hate, or how how much hate do we like to do here in 1984? Is it a minute? An hour I of hate? don't think our attention spans are that long, Nathan. We can have our two seconds of hate, <laughs> and then we can move on to articles about J.K. Rowling, the anti-Semite herself. Yeah, well, you know, the anti-trans stuff just hasn't been sticking, so Jon Stewart felt the need to try to amp it up a little bit more, mm-hmm. and so now she's an anti-Semite. For her uh, depictions of the goblins mm. who run Gringotts Bank. Yep. Those are some mighty, horrible portrayals that Jon Stewart sees of. Meanwhile, Rowling is uh, 
just out there doing her own thing and saying, uh, hurts women to have men be jumping in and, uh, taking things away from women while saying that they're women, but really they're just men. I'm just glad that women are setting all these new records in swimming. Uh, the, the Lena and uh, uh, Lily Wachowski were just talking on Sanity. Two of the greatest female movie makers of all time. Directed the greatest female action film, greatest female film, period, The Matrix. Uh, 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 who else? Um, the female contestant just won Jeopardy. That was great. Highest earning Jeopardy, Jeopardy scorer. Now belongs to a woman. Now now belongs to a woman. And, it's amazing. Um, yeah. And I, well, what I don't need is an anti-Semitic turf like J.K. Rowling, a trans-radical exclusionary feminist, to reign on my parade here in 1984. So why don't you just disapparate, lady? Oof. Got her. <laughs> I got her. I used her own words against her. <laughs> That's a way of speaking power to power. Yeah. Ex excrucia. What's the killing? Uh, ab- abracadabra. What's the? <laughs> Africa- what's Avada Kedavra. Avada Kedavra. Avada Kedavra, you anti-Semite. <laughs> Kedavra. Kedavra. Oh. Like, like cadaver. cadaver. Oh, okay. <laughs> abracadaver. <laughs> Jinx. <laughs> You're in 1984. We... Well, Ben. <laughs> jinx a lot. Yeah, no, jinx a lot. No, we got her. Abracadaver, yeah, uh, dirty Hitler. And guys, anything else happening in 1984? That All you kinds to- of things, but nothing worth talking about. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Arguably, none of it's worth talking about. But, but it, send it down the memory hole where it belongs, man. Yep. All right, Ben, activate the memory hole. <laughs> <laughs> Zippy the lunchbox is going to come out and start talking to us. Uh, the memory hole does. Zippy have... the lippy knows how to keep his lips shut. Yes, he does. If he does not want to go down that memory hole That's right. himself. Hey, everybody. Thanks for listening to this week in 1984. Until next time, remember to love your comrades. Remember to hate what's hateable. And I don't know. What else do we do in 1984? Just love Big Brother. Just love big brother bye goodbye bye